Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Overcast Podcast, where I talk to people who are interesting. I'm your host, Corey Baron, and I'm here today joined by the amazing graphic artist, Tom Jones, aka Giuseppe. Tom, how are you doing today, man? Good, how are you? Doing fantastic. Um, how have you been holding up in these trying times? Um, pretty good. It hasn't been too bad down here, really, but... Yeah. It's, yeah, it's been pretty chill, I guess. Is it still, I've been fine. Yeah. Um, still where I'm at, it's still kind of, um, we're trying to stay home as much as yeah. we can, but with the holidays coming around, it's a little hard for some people and stuff like that. Where you're at, is it still in a quarantine zone also, or is it kind of loosening up up there? Um, no. More like Sydney. So it's kind of getting a bit, little bit more strict because of Sydney. So the borders might be closing again. But other than that, no, not really. Brisbane's never really been a hot spot, I think. I don't think. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah. One good thing that I find um, that has come out of this in a way is that artists and stuff have gotten a lot more free time with the quarantine um, a lot more time to work on things has that sort of been the case with you oh not really <laughs> i've been working the whole time so oh yeah i never got that extra time off really so hmm. yeah but you were one of the uh, essential workers yeah i guess so yeah graphic design essential <laughs> <laughs> do you do you usually work from home or are you going out to like an office working I usually go to the office, but I think for a month or two, I did work from home. Oh, okay. Or maybe like in when it first started. But yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, sounds like not much has really changed in terms of how you've been working your workflow, which is a good, a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd like to delve into talking about your art. Your art is something that I'm very familiar with, particularly um, because you've actually done artwork for my band, a band that I'm in, Minced Mice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a while back now. It's it's we're not really uh, functioning anymore, but when we were, you designed our live show posters and uh, even our logo, which is really cool. Um, How long ago was that? It was in 2017. So really. A while back i believe yeah our first show our first show was in 2017 no yeah probably late 2017 early 2018 but it was it was back then wow. yeah yeah true yeah that one post the last thing that you did for us was um for our it wasn't a halloween show it was just a random show but you designed it looking like uh the cover of watchmen or something yeah yeah i remember that one there was two were they both Halloween? Yeah, the, the first one was the Halloween show. And the second one was just a themed show, I guess. And yeah. we both, we all like Watchmen. So we decided to just go with that. Yeah, no. Yeah, I remember those posters. They were cool. All right. But yeah, moving into the art, you have a very distinct style, which is, it's very detailed yet simplistic at the same time, which is really cool. Um, is that something that you kind of worked on, you had to work for, or was it something that was more so inspired by artists that you've seen already? Um, I think it just ended up that way, you know? 
I try to do things simple, but it's just hard to not to like leave out the details sometimes. And I just mm -hmm. like adding as much in there as possible. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I've been trying to make things more simple. But yeah. I just like <laughs> framing there, really. Make it as colorful as possible and much detail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's another thing that's really catching, eye-catching with your art is the the vibrant colors that you like to add. It's and a lot of them too. It's really pleasing to see. Um, and then you can go into it and further examine the piece and just see all the awesome details that you put in there. Yeah. Uh, what what sort of inspired you to start creating art? Um, well, I've just been like drawing since I was a kid, of course, just the classic tale, you know. But I think to make what I'm making today, I've like always kind of wanted to make it, but when I was growing up, I never knew, really knew how to. Mm -hmm. So like when I went to TAFE, which is, let's say there's like TAFE and then there's uni. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think TAFE is kind of like college or something, or like community college maybe. And so I like went to TAFE and I learned how to use Illustrator and Photoshop and stuff. And so then I kind of learned how to make all the things I'd, be, I'd seen when I was a kid and that kind of thing. And like kind of figured out how to make all the things that I liked back in those days, like making custom type typography and stuff and just like more crisp digital art and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Was digital art the thing that you always wanted to get into or did you ever delve into like painting or something? Yeah, I, yeah, I used to just do painting and drawing and stuff. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. But I've always done digital art, you know, like paint and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like digital paint. <laughs> yeah, digital paint on it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's, it's the the same it's, sort of field. <laughs> it's like Photoshop, but really, well, not as it's not that bad. They're good programs, but yeah, um, yeah, I used to do more painting and stuff. But like, I always wanted it to be like, I don't know, look more refined but I could never do that. So mm -hmm. yeah, digital. That's why I did digital. You can get those crisp lines with digital. Yeah, straight lines. And <laughs> so you, you work a lot with um, musicians and stuff. You do work for musicians and of musicians uh, from Melody's Echo Chamber to your recent illustrations of John Frusciante. Uh, when you started out, was the music world something you knew you wanted to work with or was it something that you fell into? Um, yeah, I think it's always something I wanted to get into. Yeah, just very inspiring. And did, it, fun did, to did it sort of start like hand in hand with your art? Um, not really, no. I think it just came as I grew up, you know, and like kind of discovered my own musical kind of world, you know, mm -hmm. the musical discoveries of when you're like in high school, you know. <laughs> Do you find that when you're doing art, music helps you open your mind up or is it sort of the other way around? Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. A lot of other things though. I feel like everything is inspiring in a way. Mm -hmm. Music a lot of the time, yeah. yeah. 
just life, you know. <laughs> movies <laughs> and uh, I don't know, movies, TV shows, just anything, you know. Food. Awesome. Um, what you as a musician? Um, other musicians, <laughs> I guess. Um, listening to cool bands like uh, it's well for me. It started off with like the Beatles. Uh, yep. I, I think that's a classic starter for a lot of people in terms of music is the Beatles. And then yep. it progressed into the more, I guess, complex, but not really more psychedelic Pink Floyd. Um, yep. And then from there into more of the, like the modern neo-psychedelic. Uh, it started with like Temples and Tame Impala. Mm. Then it broadened to everything. <laughs> to, to where I am now and then I just wanted to create music like that not necessarily like the Beatles but more so from the the more modern stuff like King Gizzard OC's Ty Siegel stuff like that cool yeah what are you listening to now uh, I've been listening to the new Fuzz record has always been on repeat uh, John Dwyer he he hasn't let down with the release this year so far yeah all, all 1,500 of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I always appreciate a nice John Dwyer thing. But he has yeah. he releases something every week, so there's always something new to hear. Yeah. What about you? What are you, what are you listening to? Um, me? I'm going through a heavy grime phase. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. It's, really, <laughs> really, it's been a good time. I do love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. <laughs> So, yeah, so we all know that you, you work with music and stuff, but you also dabble in a bit of creating art for various products. Some, of course, music-related, like guitar pedals, uh, but you also work in the food business with flexible foods and botanical blends and stuff like that. Can you tell us a little bit about how that happened? My day job. Yeah. Um, Let's bring that into the, into the mix. <laughs> how did that happen? Um, so... <laughs> I started as an intern and like, so Botanica Blends was like, I wasn't a brand yet. Mm -hmm. um, and when I went in for the interview for my internship, the CEO looked through my sketchbook and he's like, oh, this is sick. And this is, yeah, this is what he wanted Botanica to look like. So when I got home that day, he called me and asked me if I wanted to do it freelance. So yeah, did that freelance and then eventually asked me to work there for full time. I think it was part time, but yeah. So yeah, been there for three years now. So did all their branding and then also all the branding for flexible foods as well. So yeah, that's cool. Very what is it? What is it like to see your product like on, on like your your art on different products and stuff? Is it? I, I would imagine it's pretty surreal. It is pretty yeah, pretty crazy going to like shops and stuff and seeing it around it's mm -hmm. yeah it's always very cool always like yeah if there's like a health food store i always go to have a look see if it's there but, yeah it's very very humbling you know very yeah cool. yeah um is it was food like food products is that something that you were aiming for or is it just something that you fell into with that job yeah basically just fell into you know <laughs> yeah. never, never thought i would do protein packaging you know yeah well, it's coming out great. It looks like you uh, you really have an eye for that kind of stuff. No, I feel like it's just very different. It's very different from other protein 
companies or like nutrition, you know? Mm -hmm. So, which I don't know. There's a lot of bad graphic design and art in that, that space. So, <laughs> I was going to ask you, do you, do you, I would imagine that you go and you look at other art and you kind of critique it in a way. Is that like, is that something that you're conscious of when you're looking at design? Yeah, I think more more so in terms of design rather than art. Mm-hmm. I don't know because design has more of a yeah more structure in everything you know, and yeah. art's more I guess more open to it. So yeah, I, I guess I kind of with a design I kind of critique other other design work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I I went to uh, college for. Um, digital media and design also so I I find myself looking at things like that too like different designs and sort of giving them my own critique and what I would have done better in a way not that I not that I'm up to those standards but just what I would have liked to see yeah so when when working on like a new project uh, whether it be just something that you're working on personally or in terms of your work uh, do you already have an idea in your head of what you want it to look like or do you just sort of go with the flow a bit of both. I kind of start, of course, you start with an idea. Or like, mm-hmm. an idea develops in the brain. I feel like that's usually the worst one. <laughs> so you just have to put it down, draw it and visualize it, then kind of develop more ideas or just see how that one turns out. And mm-hmm. then just go from there, really. Um, it's just building, you know? Mm-hmm. So you, you start with the, like a hand drawing or do you usually just start in the computer? Um, a lot recently with my own stuff, I kind of just jump straight in mm-hmm. because it's like never really has, it's just like really basic idea. And then it just develops from there. It's a bit more free, I feel, but mm-hmm. like with like client work, you know, or, or like working my day job, you kind of sketch a bit more and develop yeah. a more clear idea to show to people first and then get their feedback and everything. But yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, it's always, it's always good to hear uh, the process of different artists because every artist, I guess, works in a different way. Do you, when you're going into a piece, do you have like a, a set thing that you're usually accustomed to doing or is every, everyone different? Um, I feel like it just changes over time. So I think a lot like this year, like when I get home from work, I just used to watch heaps of just motivational videos and stuff and interviews with people and get really inspired and then, and then do my own work and then just, yeah, listen to music and everything. But that's kind of been my process this year. Yeah. What kind of uh, motivational speeches have you been listening to that inspire you to create art? Yeah. Just artists and music, musicians and stuff. Just like listening to people's stories and everything is always good. Mm-hmm. And like how they got to where they are and like their kind of their mindset and everything. Yeah. Well, your, your artwork, you do a lot of like portraits of different artists and stuff. And me being an, an artist as well, not quite up to your caliber. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I find it, I find it difficult to that the, the human anatomy is, is a pretty hard thing to accomplish. Like I, I, I like to do more of like as, abstract sort of things. Um, yeah. Because I can never draw hands or faces or stuff like that, but you really nail it um, in a way that somebody could just look at that piece and be like, "Oh yeah, that's this person." To whereas some, like if I were to do it, they would be like, "Hmm, I don't really see it." Uh, is that 
is like portrait something that you you wanted to do in terms of like that art because you do do a bunch of like patterns and stuff which is really good and you like to incorporate that with the portraits um yeah i've always always really done portraits i don't know i just like drawing people and yeah faces i like people (laughs) that's pretty yeah that's basically it you know i like drawing people i like drawing things for people and yeah i'll draw a picture of you if you want that'd be great I could use it as my uh, podcast icon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk yeah. after this. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe one day I'll go into the the food branding as well, and then we'll work on sure. that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. We'll branch out. I think they wanted to go to the U.S. Really? Yeah, yeah. That'd be really cool going to a store here and being able to see your art. Those are just uh, mainly Australian companies, right? That are that you're working with yeah yeah just australia but now i think we might be going to new zealand hopefully i think and yeah i think talk talks about us and everything that'd be pretty crazy so is is like the doing like art for artists and you do like shows and stuff as well would is that something that you would like to get into professionally or do you see that more as just a hobby for now i would like to do it more often i feel like this year especially i've been a bit lazy or just like focused on other things Mm-hmm. but yeah for sure it would be great to do more stuff for musicians and stuff i think more local or not like local but you know focus more on regular people you know? yeah <laughs> not do things for big people or labels or whatever because you know? i feel like i just draw people that i like and stuff Meet I guess, people around and stuff, you know? yeah looking at the artwork of your cats and stuff in particular <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It is fun. I like drawing my cats. I like drawing you, yeah, but I don't know. It's very niche, you know? Yeah. Cat art. <laughs> I guess that's a perfect example of being inspired by everyday things. I mean, you see your cats every day, I would assume. So why not yeah. Why not create them? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'd like to talk about the, uh, the John Frusciante piece that I had mentioned earlier, those pieces. Because um, it seems like you really have a deep connection with his music. And stuff like that. And I, I, I'm in the same vein. I, I had, I went through a John Frusciante phase where it was like about a year where I was just obsessed with everything that he had put out. Yeah. Um, and I would just like to talk to that. I've, I've never really met another person that was like as into him yeah. as I was. I feel like it was kind of weird that I was like, oh man, I'm just listening to nothing but his music. And his music, I'm sure, to other people that don't really know who he is. Some of it could be a little, like, how are you into this guy? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. I feel like John fans, you know, they're good, good people, you know. They're, they're a bit weird, but, you know, they've got a good heart. I think John has a good heart, you know. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know how can you not like him, you know. Mm-hmm. He's just seems like such a sweet man. He does. And he's, he's, had, a hard, he's had a hard life. His story he, is, is something. Yeah, and you really hear that, you know? It's very emotional music. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I don't, well, what, what, what are you, why did you start listening? I started listening because I was a big Chili Peppers fan. And then yeah. And went from there. That's how I got into it. Um, when I, ever since I was a kid, I, I like to say that even before the Beatles, before I was into into music music like into just like different artists like i would casually listen to music 
um, when I was yeah. a kid, the, the Chili Peppers were my first favorite band, favorite band, like as a yeah. casual music listener, because they were just yeah. everywhere. They were all over the radio growing up and my siblings were into them. So they sort yeah. of introduced me into the Chili Peppers and I was like, whoa, this is cool. And yeah. I remember, of course, the Danny California uh, guitar oh, solo. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. oh, yeah. I mean, how could you not be hooked into that, into the Chili Peppers at least? Yeah, and then yeah. when I went through my big music phase, like going through the Beatles and stuff, I sort of revisited the Chili Peppers with a, a bigger appreciation for music. And I was like, wow, this guitarist is great. And so I sort of delved into, into his story. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I think, yeah, I think I was kind of the same. Or just like, yeah, I think I read more about the members and everything and wanted to learn more about them. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, it's very interesting. I feel like the Chili Peppers are a good gateway so many different spectrums of music like p-funk and stuff as well. yeah their earlier stuff is is a bit bonkers as well <laughs> yeah do you like it or yeah yeah i'm a fan of their their entire discography um i think unpopular opinion i might lose friendships on this i think josh klinghoffer's run with them wasn't the best yeah but i don't know Josh is good. He was just different, you know? Yeah, that's, I, I guess that's what kind of put me off. I mean, being a big John Frusciante fan. And I, I mean, I respect, I respect the fuck out of Josh Klinghoffer. He's an amazing, <clears throat> an amazing guitarist. But I yeah. guess just coming off of the back of John Frusciante, I was kind of expecting more. Yeah, that's true. But they, they've worked together in the past as well, you know? Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, him and John are real, were real good friends before yeah, he was like yeah. the set. Um, but I'm stoked that John's coming back. I'm pretty excited yeah, about that. Was, I didn't expect that at all. You know? Me neither. Who would have thought? Yeah. yeah. When's the new album? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, I I was telling my girlfriend, I'm like, if the Chili Peppers ever come, I'm in Texas. Um, I'm like, if they ever come to, if they ever come near me to Texas, I want to go see them now. Oh um, yeah. Sure. Especially especially with John. Have you ever have you ever seen the Chili Peppers? I saw them last year at the very beginning. I wasn't going to go. Then, like, on the day, I was like, I need to go. So I messaged my brother. Now, I think we both dropped, like, 200 bucks. Oh, jeez. <laughs> After work, I just went straight there. Very it, was wor- it was worth the 200? Yeah, it was. It was. It was very nostalgic, you know. One of those ones where you just tear up when they start playing. Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah when you're there it's like who cares how much it is you know yeah that's true that's very true i i felt the same way uh, going to like small venues and stuff like king gizzard and like the ocs there's their stuff their venues are pretty small so I, like 30 bucks and i'm there but uh yeah. when i saw tim and paula it was like i mean it's not that expensive compared to other concerts but they were like 80 dollars a ticket and i was just yeah. like yeesh because i was so used to spending like 30 bucks at most um, yeah. but yeah, it was the same, the same feeling. And on their most recent tour that they just postponed, I dropped like $200 on their tickets to see them again next year. And I'm, I'm so excited for it. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. When, when were they going to play there? Uh, they're coming to Houston, which is where we're seeing them at the Toyota center. And I think they're also playing a Dallas date and Austin. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, when they had originally gone on sale earlier this year, um, I had missed them. And oh, then yeah. the resale values were like $200 per ticket. 
to whereas mm-hmm. I spent $200 for both. Um, and then when they postponed it and they reannounced the reschedule, I was like, somebody was bound to have refunded their tickets since they postponed yeah, yeah. it. And so I just checked and I bought, there was, I was luck, I lucked out. I bought two of them. And then like five minutes after I bought it, I refreshed the page and they were sell, they were sold out again. Oof. And so I was like, fuck, there must've literally been like three tickets left. And I, I bought the two that were available. Yeah, that's so lucky. Yeah. Well, that's it seems yeah. so far off there, right? Yeah, it does. But um, can't come quick enough. Yeah, that's true. What's your favorite gig you've been to? Who's probably the, the probably the Tame Impala. Um, they're at the, because they were it was it was really. It was a crazy thing because they were already doing stadium tours last. It was last year in 2019. So like they were already playing stadiums, but they were playing um, ACL Austin city limits here in Texas. And they played, they played two weekends. So they had a week off in between and they just randomly announced like already, like in the middle of their tour, they randomly announced that they were playing a show in Houston uh, at the, the white Oak music theater, which is a small venue compared to where they've been playing. And I jumped on that so fast and, I'm incredibly thankful that I did. Damn, that would have been sick. Especially last year, hey. Yeah. What what was the what's the best show you've ever been to? It was like I feel like my first show was pretty good. That was like Gizfest, which was pretty crazy. Oh, very nice. Yeah, that was pretty cool. What year was that? 20, 2016. That was that's but, the best one. The that's with Mild High Club, Pond. Yeah, Everybody's yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that was God. Really good. That was a good time. That was like my first gig as well because I think I was like just 18 or something or whatever. What a first gig that was. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was crazy. Mosh. I can't mosh anymore. I'm too skinny. (laughs) (laughs) That was cool. Um, Thundercat was really good. That was just in awe the whole time, really. Mm -hmm. Um, Donny Benet. Donny Benet is always good. He's a really good bass player. Mm -hmm. The list goes on and on. Yeah. Definitely. So when when you're creating like these pieces of specific artists and stuff, do you, like how long does that usually take you? Is it just like a day thing, or do you spend some time on it? Do you do you work on multiple pieces at once? Yeah, just multiple things at a time. Yeah, which is bad. I wish I could focus on one thing, and mm. I wish it was a day thing as well. I take so long. So, <laughs> um, it, yeah, I don't know. It, they can span out. I don't know. It could be like three days to like a couple of weeks. Yeah. So I do take my time. Yeah. Annoyingly, I wish I was a bit quicker. But yeah. Well, that's yeah. cool. Do, when when you're creating the like those spe- artist specific pieces, do you usually like listen to their music while creating it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because you like pick up on different things that you could throw in there and everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Just like try to, as well as like looking at the like album art and like the visuals and everything, music videos as well. And mm-hmm. yeah, the, the lyrics and everything. And yeah. Like stories you, and whatever. Yeah. yeah, you did a piece uh, of uh, Kevin Parker a while back and you had the sort of the kaleidoscope effect going around his portrait in the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I thought that was just really sick. And I was like, I, I can imagine him 
just binging Tame Impala music while creating these things. Mm. I think yeah, well, that was when the new that was when the Slow Rush came out. I think. Yeah. 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 So yeah, of course, just listening to that nonstop. Are you a yeah. were you a big fan of the Slow Rush or was it more of a grower than a shower? Mm. I yeah, I think I did love it. Love it first listen, you know. Mm-hmm. What's a good out? What do you think? I, I really like it. Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. I I thought it was better than Currents, maybe an unpopular opinion. Because I going off the back of like lonerism and then Currents came out, I remember me and my buds were like, hmm, this is very different compared yeah. to like lonerism because it was very like poppy and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And yeah. I guess I was expecting something completely out of left field again with this one. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. but when it came out, I was like, wow, this is actually a pretty good culmination of everything he's done thus far. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because it, yeah. it still has that poppy element, but like the like the sound of the drums on It Might Be Time is very like inner speaker-esque because they're yeah. very like front heavy and it's just great. Yeah. yeah. And splashy. It's great. Yeah. And loose as well, which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> loose and tight at the same time. It's very Kevin Parker-esque. With Kevin drums. Yeah. You know Kevin drums when you hear them. Here. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Um, it's cool that you sort of, I mean, I would be into your art regardless, but it's really cool that you make the sort of art of music that I listen to. Um, I remember a while back you sent my friend Wesley like a little care package when you did his uh, artwork for uh, Soup. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was way back. Um, that's actually yeah. how I was introduced to your artwork. And uh, yeah, you sent, him a, you sent him a little care package and there's a, a pond sticker that you had done and that's that's actually on my laptop right now. <laughs> oh really? Oh, yeah, wow. that was like yeah. the first sticker I put on there. So, oh nice. I don't know what sticker that is. I wish I could show you. Um, let me take a picture of it and then I'll show it to you right now. Is it this one? Oh geez, you can't see the tropical. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know the one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like it blue, and, blue and yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a blue and an orange. And then it's uh, it's the weather. It's the weather. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was that one. It was uh, the first to christen my laptop of stickers. Oh, man. Oh, thank you. What an <laughs> honor. You're a big um, pond. Yeah. I love pond. Um, I think I like pond more than Tim and Paul, if I'm being quite honest. Hot opinion. I think they're better live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when... Kevin was actually in Pond. <laughs> what What do you think on the that subject matter? What are you What are your views of Pond and Tame Impala? All the side projects of of them really gum. I know you, I I saw your uh, gum artwork that you did a while back also, which I loved. Oh yeah, you're a big gum fan too, right? I'm a big Aussie music fan. <laughs> so pretty much every artist that you do, I, I'm a big fan of. Oh nice! Oh that's cool. Yeah, but no, pond, I don't know. I feel like they're too different, you know? To compare, pond, yeah. Yeah. They're both great. Pond is more... I don't know. Pond is more pond. I don't know. How do you describe... Yeah. yeah. I don't think there is a way to describe pond. No. But, I, yeah. 
they're very um very endearing you know mm-hmm. just you know, how can you not like them i don't know i just like the people they're nice people yeah <laughs> one thing that kind of irks me in a way is when like whenever somebody releases like a side project or like a friend of kevin pretty much like a like Nick yeah. or, or Jay, like they release something and they're yeah. always like the first thing that they, they introduce them with is like Jay Watson, no, uh, like known from Tame Impala and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I'm like, just give him his own credit, you know, like. Exactly. Or like with the new Pond album or like the weather as well. It's like, oh, Tame Impala produced. Yeah, <laughs> that's, um, that's yeah. the headline. And then at the bottom, the tagline is a Pond album, new Pond album. Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder. I I always wonder to myself. I'm like, do you think they're kind of annoyed by that, or do you think they're they're just expected at this point? Well, yeah, I don't know. It's probably just expected. So, I mean, and they're all friends too, so I'm pretty sure they're not mad about it or anything. Yeah, just everyone hates Kevin. Kevin, Kevin. Yeah, they're like, God damn! I should have never been friends with him. <laughs> yeah. People disrespect Kevin a lot, you know. Do you think so? Man. I think he gets. I think he gets too much credit. <laughs> no, uh, I'm, just, I'm just fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, All he's these, great. Like, group pages on Facebook, everything. You know? Yeah. You remember the the King Gizzard page back in the glory days? <laughs> back, yeah, back when it was worth looking at. I think personally, Eesh, Sorry, sorry, people that are that listening to it uh, from the page. You guys are great. All of you are great. Yeah, true. The, the page wasn't as isn't as great anymore. I don't think. Yeah. I think it started with the whole egg thing, you know? Yeah, that's that's oh. that's the inception, the whole egg meme. It was great for a time, and then it's just like, all right. Mm. I I feel like the the Giz page just turned him to more of like a, a meme page, really. Yeah. At this oh, point. Yeah. Meme pages. I don't like it when that happens. It's like a serious page, not like a serious page, but like an informative page that turns meme. Yeah. Because like on that when it's like in that when it's like turning into a meme page it's like really confusing because it's like is this real information or is it just a meme <laughs> yeah a freak, so i guess yeah yeah, yeah. It is... yeah oh well i mean what can you do yeah. memes will be meme they're the memes yeah. are the internet at this point so all right yeah. man well um uh... I think this is a good spot to wrap it up. Um, yeah. I'll have to, right as soon as this is done and I upload it, I'll have to make a meme out of it for it to get attention. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. and then I'll get ten other people to make different memes, and we'll just blast it. Yeah. Maybe this is the way, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, man, it was great talking to you, Tom. Um, yeah, what, thank you. Good what, to you too. what does the future hold for Giuseppe? Is there something that you're kind of aiming for for 2021 uh, i don't know i just want to get into it more uh work with people around me you know do things for friends and stuff do something mm-hmm. for you <laughs> yeah we'll talk about that afterwards i'll go ahead and message you and we'll see what we can do with that yeah oh yeah all right man well it was great shooting the shit with you um it was thanks so much for for agreeing to do this <laughs> I hope it was interesting enough. Have a good evening. <laughs> yeah, I will. All right, man. Uh, have a good one. Bye.